I remember being in church as a kid, you know, indoctrination as they do, and singing, and my mom being like, stop screaming. <laughs> like, I was just screaming. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that tells you no, you may not touch your family. Don't you, don't touch your family. I'm your host, Steve Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared. We have union enforcers waiting by with baseball bats. If you move one inch towards them, they will break your fucking legs. Don't do it. Jeff was on something this episode. We'll talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, how you doing? How's life? Um, I'm good. Fuck all of that. Have you... I've already told you a little bit of this. I've told you this before, but for the podcast. Have you heard of Tuan Pham? I... I mean, since you've told me, yes, but go yes. on. Tell me. That's... that's tell bad. me again. I don't know. That, that was bad. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> one of my friends, I won't dox him, uh, <laughs> got home late at night on, like, a Thursday or whatever, and found in a blank envelope, not sealed, sitting on his car with pages and pages of uh, like what can only be described as schizophrenic ramblings. And it ended with, please help me send my letter, send it to the press or radio or online. Thank you. My name is Tuan Pham. So he sends that to our group chat. He's like, this is concerning. Not not to unfob the 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 friend sent <laughs> to the yes. chat. Yes, not 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 my uh, not to unfob uh, my friend who got the letter. And everyone's <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? Maybe we should tell somebody. Blah blah. And I immediately Google to unfob Reddit and find like four or five different posts. Not enough to the point where it seems like it's a large operation, but like. Random community subreddits, right? Like, it'll be, like, this random town in Washington or, like, or Oregon or whatever. And then, like, Washington, D.C. And all these are, like, within the last year. And the most recent one was, like, 200 days ago. <laughs> and I was like, uh, guys? So I don't know what the fuck this is, where it came from. It's, like, old school, like, chain letters, I guess. But maybe it's one dude having a mental breakdown and traveling the country. In different states. In diff- well, like, and, like, Greyhound busing it, I... Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's really fucking weird. It turns out that everyone in his parking lot had them on their car, so he wasn't, like, soloed out, thankfully. It makes you feel better that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that means somebody had to deliver these by hand. Yeah. And who is this? Who Why has, are they... Who has the time? Who is this for? Steven, you have smoothie on your lips again, and I can't get over it. <laughs> well, okay. Jesus. It doesn't matter. I'm drinking a smoothie. For, for those of you who can't see me. Yeah, but it's purple and then your lips are just all purple and they're ridiculous. I was handed a smoothie in a mason jar and I'm drinking it. There's no good way to drink a smoothie out of a mason jar. That it's going to get on my face. That's true. So anyway, <laughs> uh, look out for uh, any Tuan Foms out there in the wild having schizophrenic mental breakdowns. I mean, yeah. Makes sense to me. Stay Spe- safe out there. Speaking of schizophrenic breakdowns. Emails! If you want to email us, send your thoughts to us. We have multiple ways you can do it. Email us, SurvivorTBT at gmail.com. Twitter, uh, oh, no. Twitter, mm-hmm. at SurvivorTBT. Reddit, you slash SurvivorTBT. 
I don't know why that tripped me up that time, but here we are. You tried to say the Reddit handle for Twitter? Which we should just remove Twitter, like, from existence, so. (laughs) I mean, yes. It's doing its best to do it itself. Uh, We'll start with some emails. Email Carl's episode 8 email, so we're jumping back a little bit. Figured I'd disagree with you on this one. I actually really loved episode 8. Enjoyed watching Sook Jai. These four people are being forced to get rid of someone they really like, which not only means they're out of the game, but it means they'll no longer, for the rest of their lives, be living with this person that they've become close to. It's ending a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience, not just for Aaron, but for her tribe as a whole, since they'll never be a tribe again. Oh, I liked it. It was just too long. Like, if if it had been ten minutes of that content, I agree, they made it, like, 35 minutes of the episode. Which is hilarious, because before you cut me off, the next line says, did it go on for too long? You could argue that, and you did. (laughs) So, brilliant. Mm, uh, Some highlights here. Did y'all catch Brian forgetting Sheehan's name? He's like, if they vote out Su Sin Joe, and they're not thinking. (laughs) No, I missed that. He just spent the last three days kissing her ass and trying to get her vote and then forgot her name. Oh my god. Beautiful. Not you championing the many modern twists and advantages. Crying emoji. That stuff is actually the straw that made me stop watching the show in its modern form. (laughs) (laughs) I. It's a nuanced conversation. I get it. It's a tough balancing act. I totally get it. It's not the same game. And it's not supposed to be. Mm. So... Do with that information what you will. Are we sure the animals aren't peeing in the cave? Could be the monkey. It could be the monkey. Although we do see Ted walk over and like go to do it, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The difficult part of the challenge was fighting off panic since Brian doesn't feel human emotions. He had that in the bag. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah? Yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> Lucky's death scene is so Twin Peaks, from Ted's exercises to Jan's heartbreak to Clay's gleeful malice. Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, yes! It's so Lynchian. <laughs> I like it. I was just like, why was this... Like, this doesn't feel like Survivor. It does. It's why is this here? <laughs> the only thing about Aaron is that forever and ever, there's been sections of online, online fan base making fun of her for having... And Adam's apple and calling her Aaron. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. Get out of there, internet. Get your. The internet, misogynistic, especially in like 2000s era circles? What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And also, I like, I find Clay very entertaining and glad that he was cast. But how that, how's that for a hot take? Ooh, that is a hot take. I, okay. I agree with the. TV entertainment value. Yes. This season needed that. I almost wonder if he, if I would find him more entertaining if he didn't have Brian and Ted around. Like, if he was just, like, the douchebag, mm-hmm. I'd probably be like, yeah, he's horrible, but, like, he's entertaining. But he's just one of three that are horrible and entertaining. <laughs> Cut to episode nine. Never mind, this episode sucks. <laughs> Also from Carl. (laughs) Never mind, this season sucks. Uh, This episode was so boring. I didn't think Misdirection was used very much. They included Clay Confessional where he talks about not buying Jake's BS. There was nothing going on. Yep. Yeah. Jeff's involvement is much larger now because he's an executive producer. 
back when he was just the host. So I think where Josh is coming from when he says Jeff makes the seasons primarily to entertain himself, totally agree. Oh, and yes, I'm all for that. Entertain yourself, Jeff. Sure. Entertain me. He's also been around reality TV so long that he gets it. And if you're... Something that gets lost, and especially us, Stephen and I as, as theater creators have to remember, if you aren't having a good time doing what you're doing, no one else is either. Or at least less people are. Like, you mm-hmm. have to find the joy in making what you're making, and it will read through you. <laughs> Kind of thought it was odd that they included the scene where they mock the cop in 2002. I, I was here for it. Maybe they were trying to make Brian uh, like more of a villain. And it works because he sucks. Yeah, it's not hard. You don't have to try that hard to make yeah. him a villain. Brian's like, well, she kept her clothes on, which is good, with a completely straight delivery. Makes sense because his wife was a relatively known porn star during the time. <laughs> That's insane. Brian was an amateur one, but small enough that CBS didn't know about it. But a lot of people knew who his wife was. This is this is definitely the age before the internet was, uh, you know, readily available and easy to search. Because, like, how amateur do you have to be for CBS not to dig that up? Sure. That's a good point. On the internet, they can literally, like, type in his name. I mean, I guess you might go under a fake name or whatever. God, I would hope you would go under an alias. That's... So wild. No wonder, no wonder Clay's face looked like that. He probably recognized her. Oh no. <laughs> the video is so funny to me. There's zero emotion whatsoever. Just a sexy dance and flaunting of Brian's wealth. Phenomenal. I'm glad they didn't give her direction. I think it's the only scene of the episode I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it in that way of like watching Nathan for you where I'm just like cringing the whole time. Yeah. 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 Helen does not know her pecking order in Chewy Gun, for the record. It seems like she does. I don't know. I guess in this episode that we just watched, it feels like she has an inkling and yeah. she's trying to fight about it. Or at least, even if she doesn't know the pecking order, she knows that Brian will win if he's in the final two. Yeah. We're forgetting Colby, arguably the biggest <laughs> challenge beast ever to this point, and also one of the most oh. popular characters the cast surely remembered. That is true. Yeah. I forgot Colby went on uh, on an immunity run. I mean, who could stop him? Because well, he wasn't really ever vulnerable, so I kind no. of forgot. Yeah, it that's was, fair. Yeah. <laughs> or was he not vulnerable? We're not getting into that argument again. I like this immunity necklace a lot. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I like Ken. I thought he was funny. I feel like it was always the other players, Sheehan and Brian, that were bringing up his copiness and not him. That's fair. He wasn't always the... He didn't bring it up, but he embodied it. And yeah. I think that's what brought it, a lot of the conversations together. Nothing on Ken for now, but we'll have a little bit more behind the scenes for the finale. And yes, we'll, we'll talk about that. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And finally, one last one from episode 10 from Carl. <laughs> this season is bad, but I would rather watch it than a horror than the Bucks put my city through last night. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. A one seed falling to an eight seed. That Oof. hurts. But you know what? This is just Minnesota. If <laughs> if all of the Minnesota. So that is. I believe it's Blown Bridge. I did get there after we left. When we couldn't figure out the name of the 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 one challenge where you have to put the, the planks between the oh, thing. Oh, sure. Blown Bridge. Ha. Huh. Another shock jock Jeff wins when Jan falls. Again, doesn't need to be like seven feet in the air. Doesn't need to be there, but we did. When your contestant's 97 years old. 
<laughs> the reward challenge is even more stacked against Ted than you mentioned because who is Clay going to try to pull over the wall? Brian or the 250-pound ex-football player? That is true. Yep. Yeah. I was scared his arms were going to get dislocated trying to pull both guys up. Yeah. Yeah. So many moments on rewatch make Brian's sociopathy... So, so, how do you say that word? Sociopathy? Sure. That makes sense to me. So many moments make Brian socio... Fuck it. <laughs> Keeping all that. <laughs> yeah. Even when he wins the, the roar challenge, he just slowly walks to Jeff without any trace of emotion. Yeah. Chilling. Brian, if you put like a, like a ominous like music under Brian when he's on screen, you would immediately... It'd be a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's a, a Jared is right moment. I looked it up, and I did too. I had to go through and, and double check. There are amphibious helicopters. What? They're mostly used in the military. Okay. You're not going to see a recreational amphibious <laughs> helicopter, but you, you do win that one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sean and Pascal went horseback riding. Pascal was the Pascal, one we couldn't find. that's what it was. Yeah, old man. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sean was the delight of that experience. It's so. true. Of the two, we more care about Sean. Yeah. Not just waiting for their master, but lost sheep longing for their master. Dude straight out of Silent of the Lambs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I cannot wait for, the, to, for you to tell me everything about Brian once this is done. Yeah. Every male is required to be a monk in Thailand? That's wild. I agree. That's, yeah. Is, is there like a time requirement on this? I would imagine it's probably similar to like required service in the military. Sure. Like you do X number of years. I mean, I guess it would have to. Otherwise, your population is gonna <laughs> gonna plummet. Oops, all monks. <laughs> Helen was so good here. Generally, one of the most impressive challenge performances so far in any season. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, love the cut to Penny saying it's not over till the fat lady sings to a shot of Ted singing opera style. Uh huh. Fucking mm, beautiful. But I can hear her warming up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's some of the cinematography of this season is is pretty good. It's just wasted. Yeah. So much good stuff in there. Thank you, Carl. And I, I jumped around, but I appreciate all of it. From Josh, other than one exception, the Big Brother winner has not been voted on by the public since the first season. Ah. That, okay. Shows how much I've watched Big Brother. We're, we're, the Big Brother is banned from this podcast. That's not true. We just don't know it. Uh, That's why it's banned from this podcast. <laughs> the show became much more modeled after Survivor, unlike its international counterparts where the versions are Survivor- <laughs> where the versions of Survivor are modeled after Big Brother. Weird. That is weird. Ken was the male alternate for All Stars. It was between him and Rob for that last spot. Really? That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. I think they made the right choice. I do too, because Ken really wasn't used all that much and in this season. Doesn't have that much of a personality. Like, he's okay. Yeah. Um, I like. He's, like I said, he's better as a foil to someone else. Yeah. At this point of the show, it was not, it's not Jeff Probst, but Mark Burnett, who's running the show and making the decisions on sure. Twist. Sure. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. Jeff was very anti-Twist at the time, was w willing to be much more critical of the show publicly. <laughs> That's... Oh, I, and he is this episode. Oh, yeah. And there is a future season that Jeff thought was so bad, he quit being host and had to be brought back in with a promotion to executive producer. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! We'll get to that. Okay. Also, Twitter has informed me that this day, April twenty fourth, when the email was sent, 
It was Penny's birthday, so happy birthday, Penny. Happy birthday, Penny. Happy birthday, Penny. We hardly knew you. <laughs> I'm not sure about this, but as far as I'm aware, you are still allowed to share rewards to this day. Wild. If that is the case, then I haven't seen as much of it. Maybe it's just frowned upon. Yeah, or share, but maybe not smuggle back. Yeah. Because like, I'm thinking of like Brian sharing the juice or whatever. Like, I'm sure that's allowed, but yeah. I don't think they let them smuggle food back in canteens anymore. Yeah. And then in regards to lack of information about the cast, it'd say a large part is because so many of the people left are older mm, mm -hmm. and don't aren't on social media as heavy. Sure. So in the next couple of seasons, you see much younger castaways who play harder because of their younger mindset, and more information will be available because they're, I mean, on social media. Sure. And not, like, old. <laughs> or probably in prison. Yeah. Uh, from Tyler... To continue on from my last email on Big Brother, the public decided who was eliminated and won back in season one. Thank you again. You guys, you two are on the same wavelength, Tyler and Josh, and I, I kind of appreciate that. Air at the same time, yep, we talked about that. Each week there's a competition to be head of household who nominates yep. two people for eviction, and the rest of the house guests vote for one of the two nominees with the pe people leaving. One thing I like about this format is it makes it more likely for power to fluctuate because if someone in the minority wins the head of household, then suddenly they have the power. It makes it harder to steamroll an alliance. I, I agree with that. I think that's a pretty cool setup. Yeah. And it makes it more important to have good relationships with everyone. Mm. Unlike this season where fucking it doesn't matter. Where you put on soup jai sucks to suck. Yeah. Personally, it's an individual game from the beginning, which is, I mean, it has its own rationale to that like if you're only playing for yourself the entire time don't necessarily like it better but i think it's an interesting difference to survivor i agree and that it airs in real time which props to those editors that have to just go yeah, through geez. and chop that as fast as they can who something i've been meaning to say but kept forgetting is that vesepia had probably the biggest turnaround in public perception by a winner over the years where for about 10 years she was considered one of the least deserving winners ever. Then wow. suddenly people started looking beyond her crappy edit and realized that she is, should have won that season and is a good human. Yeah, and I, I do feel like media literacy has gone up in the past 20 years. I like, agree. Do you think 20 years ago they were talking about edits? Like, probably not. They were just like, oh, what I saw was what I saw. And now in an age where people have cameras in their pockets and can edit things themselves they're like oh wait a minute you can actually hide a lot of shit huh yeah <laughs> and then one last email that i want to get to here uh from julius hello from a northern european member of your gigantic global fan base hey love it hi europe how you doing bonjour uh, <laughs> nope nope <laughs> so happy i found this podcast had this idea once for podcast himself so happy ran into this Literally exactly what I was looking for. Thank you. Hell yeah. We love that. I, we brainstormed this together and we're like, this makes so much sense. Let's just commit the next eight years of our life to this. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> Started listening a few weeks ago. Almost caught up. Props to you for making it through our early stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to write this email, show my appreciation for you guys and Aww. your regular email people too. Yeah. Again, props to all of our emailers. Like huge stuff. We're getting to the point where I have to cut down, which yeah. is amazing because... A great thing to have. Again, send us all, all your stuff. I'm just going to keep chopping. Uh, 
as a huge super fan of the show, every time I think, man, I wish these guys knew this interesting behind the scenes fact about the situation, one of the emails always comes in with clutch with the information. So satisfying every time. See, you guys are on it. I love you guys. I am not sure what the timing of the recording of the episodes is, but here's a couple of facts <laughs> intended for the... Neither are we. <laughs> so I have a few facts for the Thailand finale, which I am going to hold, but thank you for that. And I'm just going to mark that as unread so we can come back to that later. Great. Thank you, Julius. We're recording pretty consistently now, two episodes in the weekend, and then they come out Monday, Thursday. So be ready for those. I guess in Europe... No, it would still be Monday, Thursday, just later on in the day. So, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, I know I said finally already. I had a couple uh, Twitter mentions that I wanted to wow. bring out. We're, we're getting a lot of stuff this week, and I love it. And remember, as we don't say it very often, but, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, review, rate, all that kind of stuff. I know it's annoying to hear, um, but the algorithm cares about it so, so much. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for the next episode. I don't remember if I said this or not, but I want to say it now. Do you think that everyone on the island knows the extent of Brian's gameplay, or do you think it's just how Survivor was back in the day that he's it's sticking to tribal lines? I think it's the second one, but I think it is... We saw in more cases people are willing to break tribal, mm -hmm. tribal lines. I think this is just a season of bad contestants. Yeah. This is from Connor. Thank you, Connor, for, for the Twitter. Uh, the tweet? Nope. The Twitter. The Twitter. Thank you for the Twitter. Fucking old man. To me, this season may... <laughs> it just feels like robots playing... Seeing a sociopath. Yep. Yeah. And then, finally, it's interesting to see how it's so easy to not have any emotions and play a robotic game where no one can see it. Well, the we, thing about Brian... Maybe is... minus Jake? Yeah. Jake, yeah. Jake might be reading that out pretty well. The thing is, Brian has he's he's passing a little bit like he it seems like he has emotions he fakes it really well at times mm -hmm. and he kind of hides it behind like a, a kind of cool guy matthew mcconaughey devil may care attitude but like people don't realize because he's only really sociopathic in the confessionals true when he's around the tribe he is he's pretty he hides it yeah pretty well yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah so thank you everyone that was good stuff and i just want to point out that julius in the title of that email titled it bumper all right so this episode aired on december 5th of 2002 two weeks from the last episode because they decided for some reason that this season needed a closer look i didn't watch it i don't want to watch it I'm sure there's some wild material in there, but I can't, guys. I just, <laughs> I can't. Recap episodes are awful, and this season is awful. Not a lot happened in these two weeks between episodes, oddly enough. Hmm. Um, one that I thought was interesting was a new climate-controlled vault to conserve and display the Sarajevo Hagadu Illuminated Manuscript circa 1350 dedicated in Sarajevo's National Museum. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I think it is super cool that, like, the way that museums, like, have to create vaults and things to display stuff where, like, time and moisture in the air will just destroy it. Yeah. Science is wild. <laughs> Science is power. And the only other thing is that the Two Towers premiered. Oh. On the day this episode came out. All right. Uh, the number one song on the charts is still Lose Yourself. But sure. the movies have changed quite a bit. Okay. 
All right, so in number five is Solaris. I don't know what that is. Eight Miles know. number six. It fell quick. Dang. Number four is the Santa Claus 2. I think they released it a little early. Probably. Number three is Treasure Planet. Ooh. I love Treasure Planet. Also, the female lead of Treasure Planet was probably my sexual awakening. So there's also that. Um, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is number two. Very okay. surprised it's not number one. Number one is Die Another Day. Oh, okay. Die Another Day, not a good movie. Really? No, not according to Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and all that. 55%. This is a James Bond movie, right? No. Oh. Wait. Hold that thought. Holding? It is a James Bond movie. Okay. I thought it was a Die Hard sequel. No. It... I... I don't know much about James Bond movies. Like, they're just not my thing. I, I like the idea of spy movies, but James Bond, they're so long and they're there's they're so formulaic. That would explain I was like, why would a diehard sequel be so popular? <laughs> <laughs> because it's the perfect Christmas movie and Christmas is coming. That's true. <laughs> uh yeah, no, fifty five percent critic score, forty one percent audience score. Top of the charts, baby. Alright. Love it. Love it so much. And that's what was going on. The world was also boring, just like this episode of Survivor. Nice. So let's get into the episode. Episode 12, A Big Surprise, and Another. <laughs> the fact that they use ellipses in a title is wild to me. It could just be A Big Surprise. Yeah. But that's not the only surprise, Jared. What if we just did the same thing twice? <laughs> when they finally let them hug their families. This... This episode is maybe the worst one of the whole season, but I say that every episode. I disagree. I don't think, okay. I shouldn't say worst as in like quality. Okay. Worst as in nothing happens. Nothing happens in this episode. No gameplay happens. Nothing matters in this episode. However, I think it's because the, the, the writing's on the wall. Everyone yeah. knows what's gonna happen. Unless Jake wins this immunity challenge. Everyone knows what's going on. If you were watching this season and you skipped this episode, you would miss nothing. <laughs> so, and I think I think this is a beautiful episode for character building. For Helen only. Mm. This is Helen's episode, and I love Helen. Uh -huh. We get to see a softer side of Helen, mm -hmm. but it doesn't... It doesn't really do anything for anybody else. I think the only other person it does do things for is Jake. And like I said, it doesn't matter because he's going home anyway. Sure. He, he, is con he has transitioned into the acceptance phase yes. of, of him losing. It's great. I've never seen someone more born to die than this episode. Like this episode starts, it's like, all right, so Jake is... Except for the Rob episode. The episode that was basically Rob's eulogy this season is the only one I've seen that's more like, all right, we know how this episode ends. <laughs> okay. Quick speed through the episode. Clay is upset that Jake was like, hey, I deserve to stay over people who don't work as hard. Which I agree with. Like Helen said this thing I said at the end of last episode, like the lady doth protest too much. Uh -huh. He didn't say anyone in particular. Nope. And he didn't even like... It didn't even feel like he was referencing anyone in particular. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one of those things where, like, you say something that's, like, pointed and, like, aimed at one person. He only talked about himself. Mm -hmm. He said, I work really hard. 
I would put my work up against anyone's here and I deserve to stay. And he gets so defensive. He knows he's lazy and he knows that I fit the category. So he just goes off on Jake in open forum. And everyone's like, Clay, what the fuck? Like even Ted is like, yeah, that was a little out of pocket. <laughs> like when Ted's telling you to chill out, <laughs> you have gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. And then we we move over into Jake writing a journal. This, this is his, uh, his thing from home. Mm-hmm. And he's using it to, it's pen and paper, and he's just using it to write letters in a journal to his wife, essentially. Yeah. Which, they could have done a better job of transitioning that into the reward, but I felt like this is all they had. Yeah. There wasn't even really a transition. It's like a hard cut. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's the slightest hook into the home that we can have. Yeah. And then, boom. All right. Let's have some reward challenge, baby. So. There was like nothing going on at Camp Life. <laughs> is all I can think. These people are so, just off. They're awful to watch. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the fault of their own, but like. No, it is. It's, it is, but it's Survivor's fault. Yeah, that's true. And it's the direction the game is going's fault. Yeah. Because there's no incentive for them to do anything else. Man, I really think that they delayed the merge to try to give Sukjai chance to catch up. Like, I think they, the producers did not want Chewigan to go into the merge with the power. <laughs> it has to be that. Like, I cannot imagine why else they set the season up this way. <laughs> you might be right. I don't know. That's man. my conspiracy theory, is that, like... The producers and Jeff fucking hated the Chewigon tribe. At least the men of the Chewigon tribe enough. We don't know how he feels about Helen and Jan. But we've seen his, how he reacts to, like, Clay and Ted. That they were like, alright, we if they go in like this, Chewigon's just gonna wipe them out one by one. Let's give them one more immunity challenge to uh-huh. at least even up the numbers. Yep. Wild. We sit everyone down. This looks like the same benches that they're sitting on for the auction. So you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Jeff's like, hey, we're going to show you the reward first. But stay seated. Stay seated. Fucking move. Come on in, guys. Don't fucking move. Helen, sit the fuck down. Helen, I don't care. Stop. I will break both of your kneecaps and then your husband's kneecaps. Yeah, so then family comes in. And it's so, like, it's, it's endearing, but it's also so fucking awkward because they have to walk so far. And the people aren't allowed to get up. And so they're just kind of like fist bumping and like rubbing their hands together and we watch it for a long time it's it's a great like uh the the need for physical touch is there and everyone sees it but like man just let them it's cruel it's really it is cruel i read on cruel a lot this episode and it's really more awkward for the family members who are not used to being on camera yeah and have this huge runway and are like yeah i'm here woo Ooh, oh, I'm still walking. Okay. Ah. So our family members are Helen's husband, Ted's brother, Brian's wife, Jake's wife, Clay's wife, and Jan's son. Did you have a favorite out of this group? Um, I mean, I really like Helen's relationship with her husband. I know we get to see a lot of it, but even before she won, I was in love with their chemistry. I don't know what I pictured Helen's husband to be like, but that is, they're perfect. They're so pure. I love them so much. They're very pure. And I, I, I don't know. I love the, like, Helen cheering him on. Yeah, yeah. Be like, Look, don't you please. 
Everybody's eating. He's like, please, 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 honey, please, swallow it, swallow it, swallow it. (laughs) Like he's a dog, but like in a really like, no, please, I need this way. Not as in like a, you do this right fucking now. Oh no, this isn't about you here. This is about me. Come on. Uh, And to be fair, it is. They've been there for 31 days. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I jumped it a little bit, but the challenge isn't about the contestants. This isn't about the cast. This is about their loved ones eating bugs. And yeah. noticeably, no bug challenge early this season. That's true. And here it is. Yeah, and I go back again to, like, all, not all family relationships are created equal. So, like, Jake and his wife obviously have... I mean, Jeff calls, like, your soulmate. Like, clearly, the two of them have quite a bond. They were and super cute. Jake looked like he was about to, like, break down to a puddle. And then there's things where it's like, Ted, your brother's here. And it's like... Cool. I lo- like. I'm sure he loves his brother. Yeah. Not quite the same thing. Not quite. It's not quite the same relationship. Could you imagine though having his his wife on, yeah. n- knowing what we know? Yeah. Well, the show. We do, nobody would bring it up. I don't no. Think. Oh God, no. And nobody in the cast would bring it up. I think the reason she's not there is because the very very young child. Correct. But yeah, or like Jan's son. I was like, that's cute. And like same thing with uh, Kathy last season. It's like that's cute, but like. I don't know. I, it's not the we, same thing. We want your chosen family and not your, I guess, I mean, they chose to have a child. That makes sense, but yeah. It's just not the same connection. And I like it more when it's a, that deep of a bond. I think child is, is a good enough bond for me. Yeah. It, I it's, think, I think brother or like, is your best friend. It's just weird. It's just, yes, that one is weird. It's just very different to, like, I think of, like, Heather bringing her kid around camp. And it's much more like, bring your son to work day versus, like, oh, my God, I get to be vulnerable and I get to have this, like, connection, this, like, intimate connection with somebody that is, I've built my life with rather than, like, okay, this is my child that I take care of and is an adult, but, like, it's just a different dynamic that I don't think works as well. And, yeah, you're right. Like, brother and all that, like... You know, you get who you get, and, like, I'm, like, like you, all bonds are valid. It's just not as fun for us to watch. You said who? Kathy and her son. Oh, you said Heather. Who the fuck's Heather? I don't know. You said it, and I'm like, did I just have a stroke? (laughs) What's going on here? I don't remember any Heathers. Uh, Okay, I don't don't know. Apparently that's the same name to me. Anyway. (laughs) Jeff doing his Jeff thing this season is like, hey... Would you eat bugs to see them? Of course you would. That's not the question here. Would they eat bugs to see you? Does Jeff seem mad during this whole challenge? He seems mad the entire episode. Yeah! Like, what? Did somebody, like, piss in his food? He... He is trying so hard to hold it together here. I think he stopped trying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah. They have to go through, they have to eat these horrible things, uh... The first round, red ants and flying ants on a spoon. It's like it's a, a drug deal here Jesus. going on. Oh, I thought of it like uh, one of those like you, like you get like candy on the spoon or whatever, or it's like on like what a... What candy do you eat on the spoon? No, there's like a... It's like a carnival thing where it's like a plastic spoon and they'll like put like like ice cream or like candy around it. You've never seen one of those? I The only thing I'm picturing here is like cotton candy, but that's not on a spoon. It's on like a, a cone... It's like a cake pop, basically. Like a cake pop on a, like, on a spoon. 
I've never seen this before. Maybe this is a Michigan thing, and I'm just... Is this, is this another aquatic helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> no. People out there, if you know what Jared's talking about, please tell us. But I am from northern Minnesota. We had fry bread tacos, which are fucking amazing. Okay. That's the... That's the thing that the white people stole from the Native Americans. <laughs> so, yikes. Um, <laughs> one of the many. One of uh, In the land and everything else. Not proud of it. Here we are. Uh, this is where the challenge starts, and this looks kind of hard. Yeah. I, th- I think if I was there, I would have been like, oh. Oh, this is the first thing? Yeah. Oh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. I don't like, think I'm going to make it. I don't think I'm going to... Like, I could do this first one, but this is the first one. Yeah. And I know it's going to get worse. Ugh. And it does. <laughs> it gets so much worse. It gets bad real fast. So everyone makes it through the first round, and then they bring out the water roach. The fucking water roach. It's huge, man. It is so disgusting. <sighs> and Jeff's, like, yelling at them while they're eating. Yeah. Like, you gotta get it down. Swallow it. Swallow it. And, like, I'm cool with him doing that to contestants. contestants. These people didn't sign up for this. You didn't tell them that they were doing this. No, it felt like an abusive fear factor. Yeah. Like, I get the idea of, like, a physical challenge that they're prepped for. Sure. But an emotional challenge like this. And it didn't even feel like he had that normal, like, even competitive, like, spirit about him. Like, come on, you gotta get it down. It was like, fucking do it. Do it. And it, do you want to see your loved ones that's do the, it? it? Like a hostage situation where they're forced to watch them from the corner do horrible things for the chance to get to spend the day with them. I don't know, man. This was so inhumane. I felt so uncomfortable watching this challenge. Yeah, yeah. And there's like the challenge itself is fine. Scale it back a little bit. It was a little too much. I agree. But the framing of it and like the context of it, like make forcing them to like not touch them and not go near them. And then, I mean, remember uh, in Marquesas in the, when they made the families compete, like when they said goodbye, it was like a, okay, cool, yep, say goodbye, give them a hug yep. and all that. This one was like, cool, get out. Yeah, this is them setting it up for the second reveal, but still, it's cruel. Because yeah. they don't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's brutal. So Brian's wife can't even try. Everybody else gets the... <laughs> I, I was Brian's wife at that moment. I, if I saw that roach, I'd be like, no. Nah. Can't do it. This is round two? Sorry, nah, buddy. I'm good. Uh-uh. Helen's, Helen demands her husband does it. Fucking eat that roach. Do it for me. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> then we move on to live grubs, and only the first two people to get him down get to move on. Smart framing. A smart way to frame the challenge. Yeah. Because they're going to run out of things to eat eventually. And Helen's husband and Jake's wife are the super fast at this. Yeah. Yeah. So that knocked out a bunch of people. And then here's the fuckery that I didn't understand. <sighs> Jeff brings out a live tarantula. Yep. He's like, hey, look at that. This thing. Hey, why isn't it moving? Hey, 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 there you go. See that live tarantula? You don't have to eat that. Here's a boiled one. Why don't we show the live one? We why know what a tarantula is. Yeah. Unnecessary. Did, did Jeff just want to fuck around with the tarantula? Of course he did. Of Weird. course he did. <laughs> and then he says, I think it's, uh, you have to get it down within... Two minutes. Within two minutes or nine... No, one minute. It was, or one, minute? It was okay. one minute. 
or neither of you get to stay. Correct. There is a there is a, a chance that neither of them can finish a tarantula, which is very difficult. Yeah. And nobody gets to see a loved one. Nobody gets to touch a loved one, and they're just gone. Horrifying. Yeah. Imagine if that's the way this challenge had ended. It would be bad. It would be really bad. We'd, we'd then have to spend the next, like, 20 minutes talking about... Oh, I miss my loved one. I can't believe they did that to us. Yeah. I can't believe that nobody gets to see a loved one. And then they for them to, like, pull the rug out. But still, it hurts. So they both get it down, luckily. And then we get the one boiled scorpion. And here's where Jeff kind of goes in the hardest, is he's like, you're taking too long. Yeah. You have to get this down. Like, Jeff, holy shit, dude. And, and once again, Jeff eggs on the competitors. Uh, like, it's a thing he does. Yeah. And a thing that he will continue to do and get better at. It's a thing he hasn't done as much in the early seasons as I expected. Uh, you're not actually doing the egging them on. I mean, like, yeah, come on, I'm on your side. You're, you're like a drill instructor. Yeah. And you don't know these people. Correct. You have not built a rapport with these people. I cannot stress that enough. Correct. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's hard to watch. So Helen's husband wins. Barely, but Helen's husband yeah. wins. He gets a buff. I, I pointed that out before. So That's cool. It, it's nice to see. Honorary cast member, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he in a confessional is like, I had to win that. There's no way I wasn't winning. Like, you're right. Helen, Helen wouldn't let you. Helen will find Immediate you. divorce. Yeah. Grand tour. It, they get back to camp. They give the grand tour of the cave. <laughs> it's like, here's all our food. We're having coconut. We have like coconut. We have papaya. This is all we have. It's coconut and papaya. Coconut and papaya. And he said, the, the one quarter down was, oh, I guess the losers get two nights out here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that Helen's like, Hey, do you want some food? Oh, you're probably full. Like, <laughs> ooh, go in. Go in, that. Helen. And also in this confessional, Jim, the husband, is like, hey, this isn't the Helen that I know. She's like out there roughing it and like taking charge. And she's really a leader out here. We're back home. She'd be like, two-star hotel? Nah, we need to go higher, man. Yeah. Do better. Helen, I wouldn't expect Helen to be someone that likes luxury that much, but... Good for her. I love it. <laughs> also, Clay being like, hey, does she talk recipes at home? Fucking Clay, man. <laughs> a lot going on here. We don't see a lot of it, though. Like, No, I, the only my favorite part of the episode was her and her husband in the boat. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Before we jump to that, they have the night in the mosquito net, mm-hmm. and they, they just sit there and they talk, and I'm sure they smooched a little, and the show didn't want yeah. to show that but did you hear what jan said the honeymoon suite yes but jan wants to hear oh yeah jan that wants to hear a bang. weird it's real weird jan jan jan's a freak jan's a freak <laughs> it's really i don't know why it's super endearing for jan we only get jan when she's being kooky and weird if this or maybe was, she's always being kooky and weird if this was anybody else on on the tribe i'd be like no please no god no <laughs> but the fact that it's jan i don't know it's life be like that sometimes. <laughs> it's less threatening. Yeah. And then you're right. They they take a canoe ride. They go to get water together. Helen's husband now has gotten water as many times as Clay. <laughs> it's true. And on the way back, they talk strategy. 
-hmm. And I wanted to highlight this part because I find it so interesting that this is the flip of last season. Mm -hmm. Is that Jim's like, hey, why not go after the big dog? Why not cut Brian? He's the biggest threat and you seem to be like kind of iffy about him. Why not go after him? And Helen's like, no, I, I think I can trust him. I think I don't can, trust Brian. I think, I think it'd be dumb for me to make a big move here, which is wild. Because Kathy, Kathy's son was like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't Honor. like what this is doing to you. You need yeah. to like play a good game. And she's like, part of this could be the difference between like good and bad people, right? Because like Helen's been Helen and Kathy have been around with people for so long. Mm-hmm. The, the son and the husband are both... Uh, the father, son, and the husband uh, <laughs> are... Uh, they're meeting people for the first time. They're getting first impressions. Their subconscious is picking up on things that their conscious hasn't had time to talk them out of. Mm. So Kathy's son meets these people like, wait, these are good people, and I think you can trust them, and you should play with honor. And I don't agree with any of that, but I can see where he comes from. Sure. Whereas... Helen's husband can see these people and go, oh, they're, they're going to stab you for the money, so you <laughs> should stab them. Yeah. Yeah. I, and he's right. Again, yeah. the, I love when the, the family member can talk some sense into him. Not like last season. I feel like the family member actively hindered Kathy's game. Yes. Anyway. Kathy's son is the reason Kathy did not win Marquesas. Ooh, hot take. I'm there for it. Anyway, Boat comes and picks him up. Helen is super emotional. She's... And I I love that. Because I think she's super good at holding it in. And, like, not letting people see her blow up. Yeah. And this is the emotional break that we're like, yes, thank you. And everyone else stands and watches on the beach like fucking children of the corn. (laughs) I don't know why that was so funny to me. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) And then we jump into the immunity challenge. Build a puzzle cube. Okay. Cool. I mean... It's very simple. It's very simple. If you're going to bring in the family members you should pro- and have them do it with them, it should probably be a fairly simple challenge. Yes. And I think they could have fixed this a little bit. They made it too easy mm. in having only the outside bits painted. Sure. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I, th- I think how they tried to make... It a little more challenging is having it all stacked up together in the middle and so you had to go in and sort through and find your pieces i see what you mean though paint the it paint like the inside like a different like like you have to make a picture with it and like it's all painted but like only one side is painted with like the picture or whatever or even so the outside had patterns it was almost like a, a tetris block where mm-hmm. it had a pattern on the squares that were facing outward but the inside was just blank so if you put that pattern on the inside, then it's more about the maneuvering of the blocks and less about like, mm. oh, this side goes on the outside. Yeah, yeah, no pattern could also work. Or like all pattern all around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Also, like, don't have them claim a color. Yeah. Like, I, just give, just assign them a color. I kind of liked it. Really? Yeah, it added a little bit of like, all right, I'm going in, I'm going in. Shit, they already have most of the pieces for that color. And I think it was Helen's. The, the team of Helen that was like, oh shit, no, we have to get this color. Never mind. I'm stopping them from just like stealing someone else's color. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing, Jared. <laughs> I'm sure there were probably rules. I'm sure there were probably Doesn't rules. matter. Anyway, they were tied together. They had to build the cube. <laughs> and then 
Jake gets close to winning this, yeah. but doesn't. Who did win? I forgot. Ted. That's right, it was Ted. It didn't matter. We memory hold Ted for good reason. <laughs> yeah, Ted and his brother come through first, and now they have to give the last goodbye. We didn't even mention the, like, oh, come on in, go hug your family. Yeah. We did earlier, but still. This part was funny to me. This was Jeff trying to regain control and trying to kick them out after they've done the challenge. And Clay goes to leave with them. Yeah. I also wrote down a meet. I was like, bye, Jake. Like, the moment this challenge is done, I was like, bye, Jake. Yep. You're, you're, you're gone. And he knows it, too. Yep. It, it doesn't even matter. But before we get there, we have to we have to give you a little bit of misdirection. Helen pulls Brian aside, finally. Yeah. And Helen's like, hey, I don't trust Clay. I I think that maybe we'd be better off if, if you, me, and Jan go final three. Why does she trust Brian? I don't know, man. This is... Well, I don't know what her option is, though. Her, her best option would be... Her Ted and Jan. I mean, fuck Ted, but fuck Brian and fuck Clay. At this point, we're out of people that are good. It's fair, but he already gave a commitment to Brian. Clay already gave a commitment to Brian. Yeah. Honestly, her best plan would have been to take Jake. Yeah, and, and make it three on three and force rocks. Well, it would have been better to oh, do like, it in episode last now. episode, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, like, and this is where I think Helen's so wasted on this season is that she does try, and I, I, it is my headcanon, maybe this is because I really like Helen, mm -hmm. that the only reason she didn't, or at least we didn't see more contemplation about taking the deal with Jake is because it was so clear that Jake lost Penny. Yeah. And like, oh, we don't have the numbers anyway. Well, then why would I risk this? You don't have the votes. <laughs> and no. Brian is not receptive to this idea at all. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess we have to vote out Jake. It's wild to me because we, we see a little bit of her, her inside track where she's like, I don't think Brian would pull me for a fool. Brian's pulling you for a fool. Brian's. But sociopaths are really good at that. They're really good at faking emotion and manipulating people. And then we cut to Brian being like, hey, I have a little bit of trust and I have a lot of bit of control. He knows he's in the driver's seat for this game. Yeah. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Yep. Yeah, he said that to his wife, right? I think so. Um, During the challenge. Did he? I think I so. Know. Or like, or uh, like, Anna's goodbyes. I feel like he wouldn't openly say that. It was a whisper. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. Tribal. Clay's such an ass. I'm... <laughs> yeah. He's just such an ass. And he doesn't have to be here. He, His confessional, like, undercuts this, where he's trying to be all nice about it. But in open forum, he's basically like, my mind's already made up. Fuck you. You're going home. Yep. Uh, Helen's answer to Jeff's question is really smart. Where he asks, what was the best part about your husband? Or the best part about um, the challenges? Mm -hmm. And she was like getting to see how everyone else reacts with their family. Mm -hmm. And I was like, good fucking play. Yeah. Because if you make that too much about you, oh boy, next episode's going to be gonna be rough for you. It's not, not, not a kind. <laughs> so... Yeah, that, that was nice, and interesting what Brian said, too, about how the person who's going home brought this upon themselves. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I felt like that was a weird jab that also didn't need to be there. Yeah, what did Jake do wrong? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't wasn't good at playing the game, right? But it's not like he was guilty of um, like sexually assaulting somebody per se. <laughs> Just a hypothetical. At this point, they're they're tr- they're like jumping back and forth between the everyone's like so loving here, and we have we're we're a good group of people. But fuck this one person in particular. They're going I'm like we get it. It's tribal lines, and you're trying. The editors are trying to make us feel like, oh, maybe they're going after Clay. Didn't believe it for a fucking second. No, nobody believed it. No. I've seen this before, and I didn't. Be- <laughs> I didn't need to believe it. So yeah, Jake went home. Jake went home. And like, we don't even read Jake's vote. We're just Jake, 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 Jake. Bye. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? That wouldn't happen in a modern game. No! I wonder if he just lost where that vote is. Yeah, it's weird, because I feel like sometimes they stack the votes, and then sometimes they don't. Like, I feel like they didn't even bother this episode. They're yeah. just like, alright. <laughs> Maybe they knew exactly what was going on, too. Oh, 1,000%. I'm sure they do, because it's not like we're, we've been hurtling 70 miles an hour toward a brick wall this entire season. <laughs> anyway, Jake's gone. How do you think Jake does in Modern Survivor? Ugh. <sighs> I mean, not much better than this one. I mean, of course, he's in the final six, so mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of an accomplishment. He need he's one of those players that like needs to be on a different show. Like he needs to be on the challenge or something that's more about this man could not be on the challenge. Well, okay, but you know what I mean. Like something that is more like competition based and less social based. Like he's a great team captain. Uh-huh. He's a bad survivor player. So I. But people seem to like him, so I, I mean, he's kind of a goat, to be honest. Like, I don't really see, even if his tribe had had the power, it seems like, I, I, I use the penny vote as an example of this, he would have just kind of been, like, the team captain, leader, keep everyone together type of person. Mm. That person doesn't win Survivor. Like, that person is a final three that goes home. If they make it that far. So if his alliance, he he's always going to be a good member to have in an alliance. Mm-hmm. Because he's loyal and he's good at like rallying people. Yeah. But he's bad at strategy. So really where he places depends on where his alliance places. Which I guess is, he's not, he's not somebody that can maneuver alliances. Yeah. He was messy. He threw, he tried a million different things when he should have tried one or two. So, I mean, somewhere between... It's, it's a really wide range for him, just like Penny. But somewhere between, like, towards the end of Tribal before the merge and, like, a final three. But he has, like with Penny, who I said has the potential to be a winner, Jake has no potential to be a winner. Mm. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. They, like you said, there's not a whole lot of information from these people. Yeah. Uh, he wrote an autobiography. Oh, okay. Who was that for? <laughs> Well, hold on. In 2005, which is... Striking while the iron's hot, I see. Shaping My Hat. What? The title of his autobiography, Shaping My Hat. And it's just a picture of him... Is this a money laundering scheme? Like, what? Who is this for? Let me... uh, Here, take a look at that. It's just... He looks very not convincing in this photo, either. No. Go look that up. Shaping my hat. It also just says by Jake. By Jake. Like if you're not if you're not someone that's like addictingly into Survivor, 
I would pick that book and go, who the fuck is Jake? That's wild too, because this is like before web publishing, where you could just be like, I don't know, throw throw slap a photo on there. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. No, someone that's had, published. Someone had to sell that with. It's a money. Oh, he had. Who although Jake? he might have self published because he has a. It seems like he has fuck you money. Yeah, that's fair. Remember, he's like a land developer. He also starred as Sheriff Jimmy in the 2006 movie After Sundown. Put it on the list. On the list. <laughs> and finally, he suffered a heart attack in 2010 while hiking mm. and got quintuple. Quintuple bypass surgery? Quintuple bypass surgery. Jesus. Yeah. Is he still alive? He's still going. Oh, wow. Hmm. Not, I, I feel like that is rare for you to have that severe of a heart surgery and then... And, and have a heart attack on a hiking trail. And make yeah. It out, like, and to continue wow. going for another 13, 13 years, years now. at this point, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. All right. He outlived Clay. That's Thank true. God. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? How many episodes left in this season? Uh, Like three? I think it's three. It's either two or three. Okay. Depends on how they do it. This town do it. Ah, uh, here, hold on. It's okay. it's okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. Bumper. The answer is two. <laughs> I'm... I don't have much to, like, hold us to at this point. Do you want me to promote anything? I want to promote... I have nothing to promote. My life has been so chaotic the last couple weeks that I'm... You're in two shows and you have nothing to promote? I already promoted my shows. I'll do it again. Let's... If you want to see the creators at the Three Brothers Theater in Waukegan, Illinois, come see that. If you want to see Airness, your time is running out. Airness at the Citadel Theater. Is that close? Closes in, by the time this comes out, about two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So your time's running out. If you like Air Guitar, that's, that's a goofy one. You probably won't see me in it unless you come Wednesday the 10th. And then I am guaranteed to be there. Unless I, something happens to me. That's not a threat, for the record. Unless something happens to you. I don't like how you're looking at me. Jared, anything you'd like to promote? Um, I'd like to promote Breaking Steven's Knees. Uh, no, um, I asked you, and I was like, you know, they're remote, and now I, I, yeah. I have something. You don't have anything you want to promote, Jared? I have a Jared? lot of things I want to promote. Um, healthy boundaries. Ooh. If someone, like, just respect people's boundaries. Sure. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. I'm down with that. And, set, and like, set your own. It's good to do that. All right. Nice. For my co-host, Jared, this is Steven. For my host, Steven, this is Jared. Two to go. Let's hit the home stretch. <laughs> <laughs>